episode, Gas Network presents sports for the culture. I'm here with the family. Bryce, XXV, Double I, Rome, D-Melo, Flying, T-Buggy, man. To the greatest sports show on the planet, La Familia. Hope y'all ready for a ride. Can't wait to hear what you guys got to say. You know what it is, your favorite sports show, Gas Presents Sports for the Culture. I am tonight's host, Young Rome 22 on all social media platforms. That includes Threads. Check your boy out over there. Uh, and we got a, a nice little show for you, a little summertime vibes for you tonight. Uh, so I'm going to let the fellas introduce themselves real quick, and I'll start with my man to my left. What up, man? Scrub line, good ass sports. You know what time it is. Let's get into some good action. Summertime, so it's pretty light on the sports talk, but we're going to have a good conversation regardless. Yeah, definitely, man. Sports, sports for the culture. So we definitely, we definitely tapped in and got some, some dope conversation for you guys tonight. So uh, my guy on the bottom, uh, like your favorite football team, will be in the fall. Uh, go, go ahead and introduce yourself, my man. Just like that dusty yellow cap you got behind you. <laughs> you need to throw that shit out of here with that buzz comment. <laughs> but. It's your boy, Dimelo, stuck on some booties and some dirty block in Jersey. But you know what they say, dirty jersey. It's a map. All right, man. Like we said, we got a, a, a quick little show for you guys tonight. So let's get into the first topic, man. Let's just dive right into it. Uh, and let's touch on it quick because, G, you weren't on, it, on here last week. So we're going to jump into some NBA rumors, a little NBA talk real quick. Uh, G, you, you've been a big supporter well actually you did hop on you know towards the end last week but you've been a big supporter of dame uh so i, w- I want to get your thoughts real quick on on the recent news about dame and everything going on with that situation what's what happened so far Please bring up the day. with the with the agent the trade request all that i believe you were you were saying he wasn't going anywhere if i'm correct no no i said he was going to miami oh okay that's what it was so so my understanding right now is that the last thing i personally heard was that since Dame requests, he hasn't talked to the GM for Portland. So it's just a waiting game. It sucks that we might not see this trade happen until the trade deadline during the regular season for Dame to get out of Portland, which oh, is, like, bad. Just, just because it's going to suck that these guys don't have the chemistry for that to kill the next season to come, which is perfect right now for me. If Dame goes into this year and has a summer workout with Miami, it's a perfect time to strike against the Bucks. Against Boston, which you know, I still don't think Boston and the Porzingis trade is going to work out. They've been trying to pick and put any guys with these two guys. It's just they haven't right, found the right point guard for these two guys. Or they have the right head coach, but not the right point guard. And I think right now, if Miami could make the move as soon as possible to get some preseason workout with just Dane and Jimmy, it's on and going for Miami. To start the season strong. You see the chemistry early. Because not everybody gets lucky like the Lakers were. Like, they did a 360 out of nowhere. None of us, like, except for me, I'm a big King James fan. Our King. But besides that, it's just like, it's not that many. It's not that many teams like this. You get what I'm saying? Not that many teams. Yeah. I disagree, though, G. I think think they're going to get the deal done. I just feel like there's a lot of... Playing in the media is what you're saying is between both parties playing in the media. You got Dame's people in the media saying 
oh, you know, players are going to be looking at Portland funny if they don't trade Daniel his primary destination. And that's just talk to them for them to get what they want. And the Blazers talking like they're going to take long. Oh, it's going to take a few months for us to get a trade done. All they're saying is, look, we're willing to drag this shit out if you don't up your offer. But in reality, both sides are actively working towards the deal. And I think the deal gets done before the end start of the season. Yeah, and it will be a Miami Heat when the season starts this year. The way the way it's looking, it's starting to look more and more that way. Um, I I was against it in the beginning, man, but I can't argue the facts, and the facts are looking like Dame's going to Miami. But time will tell. Uh, then the other the other big rumor that I wanted to touch on too, Scruff, you dropped it in the group chat. Was it's looking like your boy might actually be staying in Philadelphia? Philadelphia. So I know you got the latest on that. I know you're a little excited because we all thought. James Harden uh, might be on his way out, but uh, what's the deal with your man Harden? I actually said this last week. Your boy Bryce ain't on the show today, and he he, he running from running from his work. Yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> Dame Lillard, for real. No, he said I th- I told him I said James Harden is probably is, is there is a chance that James Harden will stay in Philadelphia, and the reason why is this: <clears throat> Dame Lillard's under contract, and he's clearly under contract. Stuck, nowhere else to go. That's why he's requesting the trade. James Harden did something a little different. He was technically a free agent, but he had the option to be a free agent. He could have not picked up the option on his deal. He had a player option. He could have not picked up the option and become a free agent. He didn't do that, though. He picked up his option to become a 76er and lock into his contract for another year, which means, hey, look, maybe he wants to lock into that salary, but he also locked in with a contract with the Sixers, meaning we have the right to trade him, or we could also – we don't have to trade him and until we get the right demands. And he was out there on the boat party with Michael Rubin. I think James Harden will be back. I mean, I, ultimately, I don't know if James Harden is going to be the perfect fit. It's all ultimately come down to the team to get everything together when, when it matters most, what you're going to put around James Harden and, and, and Joel Embiid. And also what the coach is going to do, the new coach, Nick Nurse, you know what I'm saying? That team quit on the coach last season. So, ultimately, the coaching is going to play a factor. But, I mean, they're in the mix regardless. I mean, I'm, I'm good with them staying. My thing is, I wasn't trying to lose them for nothing. That's my thing, you know? But regardless, if he opts in for another, for another year, I'm good with it. We can roll. And if he don't come back next season, then that opens us up for opportunity to maybe get somebody in free agency the following year, regardless. But... I think James Harden is realizing there's not many options and he's there's not a hot market for him. So that yeah, I would, I would that was going to be my next question was like even if they were to try to fool around and try to cha- trade James Harden, where's where's somewhere that you can see that even working out? The only uh, fruitful location that was interested and there was some traction there was between the Los Angeles Clippers and the 76ers. Um, but the Clippers weren't willing to offer anything that was worth worthwhile. The the, the the Sixers were looking for either Kawhi Leonard or Paul George in a the, in the deal, and they're looking to offer Terrence Mann and some other, you know, minor assets, and the Sixers ain't about to do that. So they just had a guy, James Harden, that led the league in assists last season. So for his market to be so low, understandable. His best situation is right where it's at. Spoken like a true Sixers fans. Uh, G, you got any thoughts on, on the James Harden situation? You think he's staying in Philly still? Well, 
I well earlier today reports came out that he still does he still wants to leave Philly. Well, it's true what Nick says. Once you opt in, you he opts in. He got to stay in Philly. And on top of that, he knows if he became a what was it, an unrestricted free agent, he would have been fucked contract wise, because no team was gonna give him anything he wanted. Like even Houston, he using that Houston them budge to get him back. Cause he could have opted out and Houston said no. And of course the Clippers would be crazy to give up. I mean, Kawhi, uh, so much, not so much with Kawhi, because we all know Kawhi come fucking March, April, and May. He's never to be around, always gets hurt. But even then, after that, it's just like, we all know there it's was not about what James, it's not what James Harden could do for you regular season, it's what he could do for you postseason. And his postseason value is not worth him getting you guys getting anything from him. It's like, oh, it's like what can you get from postseason wise? That's a that's a fair statement because at this point in James Harden's career, I think I I personally think that's why the market is so low. Is what does James Harden give you postseason? And uh, when you put it like that, I tend to agree with Scruff. Once once I look at the big picture, the best the best spot for him might be the spot that he's at. But even that, right? My thing is, how long before Embiid gets tired of this shit? Because I, I, I think I think Harden is out. Come, I can't, I can't see weekend. Philly shipping Embiid. Embiid probably is tired of Philly, but I, I don't know. To me, Embiid is Philly, but I also felt like Dame and, and Portland would never break up. So, who knows? Scruff was making a good point last week about uh relationships and sports. Yeah, I mean, Dame won. The difference is Dame been with Portland for what? 10 years or something like that? I believe. You know, Embiid only been in the league for like five, six years, bro. So, you know, he got a little time before he doing all that. That's what I'm saying. And he, you know. So what point guard would you get him with though? Because you're going to need a point guard. We all know after this season, James Harden ain't there. My my thing, James Harden doesn't stay there past past All Star break. He's out before All Star break. I mean, I think that the best option we have is uh, Tyrese Maxey to play the point guard. But we see what what, what pieces we put we put around them in the future. But that's what I'm saying because now it's like what we've been saying from the show as of late. He's hindering Maxey's development. Because it's, it's like that's the same People thing. People say I'm, that, but I don't really I don't really buy into that. Um, I think the perfect pair would be. I, I've heard uh, rumors around Sixers trying to get Zach Levine. So yeah, Zach Levine. Like yeah, the Bulls. I would like that because the Bulls need to blow everything the fuck up. They, matter of fact, if y'all can't get Zach Levine, try to get Demarcus Rosen. I like him too. I would. I would prefer Levine though, for real. Uh, uh, for me, I personally believe either y'all get one of those two from the, from the Chicago Bulls. And they just ship James Harding out of there. <laughs> Y'all be sure. Nah, but see, that's out. the thing, though. I, I don't think that Harden would be involved in that deal. The, from what I hear, the, the the Bulls are interested in Tobias Harris. Oh man, the Bulls are so mad. I love the Bulls, <laughs> but they they be on some glizzy hot man. I I hate the way they've been trying to rebuild some of the since Jordan, since D Rose. It's like they don't. Yeah, know I was gonna say, properly. man. They they had a golden one with D Rose, but they fumbled that. So they fumble it. His his, his well, I mean, they didn't. fumbled. 
They didn't fumble it, but it's it's like there it's not meant to be for some reason with the Bulls. <laughs> Shout out Chicago, man. They ain't been good since 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 this year. No, I mean that's facts though, to be honest. That's actually an interesting topic is like how some franchises can't recover after having like an all-time all-time great. Like you look at the Dolphins in the NFL. After Dan Marino, they haven't really been anything. As of late, you can't say that. As of last season, as of before, you couldn't say that. Two didn't, they didn't. What playoff wins did they get? What championships did they go to? You feel me? Like the Bulls have done shit like that too. <laughs> D Rose is a D Rose era. They won playoff series. They won to East. They were pretty they good. Won. They were pretty good in that era. It's not. Like, it's not. It's not like we could just overlook that. Yeah, because so think about it. The Bulls have to go they against were... the LeBron James and Miami era. That that's a juggernaut on his own. There were definitely times where the squad was good, but they were never. They never ever even claimed close to reaching that. The the period that they were with Jordan. Well, of course not. You know LeBron James on the team. But that, that no franchise can reach that. But that's that's my point. Is like some franchise franchises never recover from having all time great. Argue the Spurs, the Spurs did do that because they had the Tim Duncan era, then they had the little Kawhi Leonard era, and then they would yeah. That. Yeah. Very few teams that you can you you can you can say it with the Packers. In the NFL, they went from uh, Favre to Rodgers. I mean, it's it's a rare thing. It's not common. Yeah, it's not common. Yeah, it's not common. Kind of hard. And, and nah. you need to get the dra- right draft picks. And not even just the right draft pick. Those, uh, those, those good uh, off-season trades, the unrestrictions, you know, good signings, the undrafted players. They all need to mush. And they have to have a good GM on top of that, a good coach. Because sometimes it's not even just, just the players. It's a coach that changes everything. Look at Miami last year. They had a bunch of undrafted guys go to the finals. Yeah, that's, a, that's, yeah. A, that's, that's part of the coach, partly the coach. That's also the GM for finding those guys that fit in the system. You get what I'm saying? So, like, everything everything has to mush. It's just not – just. The Bulls, it's just the Bulls beginning in their own way. Like, I like Kobe White. He was supposed to be the next point guard, but they just been like, ah, and none of the lineup. We got some starter to a bencher. Then you, you pick up all these old guys. And so now what happens to you? What happens to your young guys? You don't even develop them because you're too worried with the old guys you got. You don't bought in. All these three ages you bring in, and then you, you hit the development of the young guys. So it's like, yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Any any other uh, hot NBA rumors I want to get into before we switch topics? Hmm? What's the other one? I mean, there's not too much going on right now that we haven't already really been touching on this summer. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing we have been talking about this summer was has been a hot topic: Elon Musk versus Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, gee, I'm very interested to get your thoughts on this because I don't think we've heard too much from you on on this one. Uh, the latest that we've seen from this, after Mark Zuckerberg basically copy and pasted Twitter, uh, he started training with some some UFC, some ex UFC champions. Uh, gee, I don't know if you if you've seen this, but 
I want to get your thoughts on, on, on being one of our fight experts here at Gas. What are your thoughts on if Elon and, and Zuckerberg really get in the ring? I just want to know who pays the ref and who's going to pay out the ref. <laughs> <laughs> and who's, uh, who's going to pull, pull out the – who's going to – you know how um, – who's going to have the hard stuff wrap tape so not who's, like, who's punching somebody with concrete. Oh no! I want to know which billionaire is going to cheat first. That's what I'm worried about now at this point. Oh my God, Zuckerberg! I, I'm not gonna lie. I seen some pause. I seen some Zuckerberg take, and the boys, the boys legit. He's been like, you know, focusing on his fight. I mean, once you grab me, dude, the way the Facebook movie came out, pretty shysty. I'm gonna put my money on the most shysty of them all. <laughs> Yeah, man, the, the way the way uh, Zuckerberg is looking in these photos, pause, is he, I don't I don't I don't see how Elon is is going to go toe to toe with somebody like that. Elon, we talked about it last week. Elon is up there in age too, man. And unless he's going to come out there in an the Iron Man suit or something crazy, I don't I don't see it going well for your boy. Right, like I feel like it's going to be. If you ask me, the way it's looking right now is, is Elon is taking a couple L's. I mean, uh, Zuckerberg got it popping with threads. It's one of the most talked about, downloaded, new social apps, whatever. And then now he's posting pictures with ex-UFC champs. I feel like he's he's pulling Elon's card right now. Like Elon got to – he's got to throw some type of punch back even if it's just – you know, a, a, a battle of billionaires. He's got to come out with a new version of the Tesla or some shit. Nah, if, if Elon Musk is really about it, he's going to find all of Zuckerberg's old bitches and I'm on the circle. <laughs> well, he, Elon did say some, some something wild on Twitter. I don't even want to... I don't know if you guys saw that. I don't want to repeat that one. He said some pause-worthy moments? Oh, big time. Big time. Pause. He, I think he said uh, something along the lines of having a, a literal dick measuring contest. Hey, yo. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> what? Yo, see, this is why I don't want, Yo, Bellinus be on some freaky dicky shit, man. This is why, man. See, I don't even want to watch this shit no more, man. <laughs> what the fuck? What man in his right mind would tell another man, yo, get a ruler. I want to measure your pee pee. And then you measure mine. <laughs> what the fuck? Yo, a whole lot of pause, man. Yeah, man. The world's crazy. Yeah, the world is definitely crazy. We got billionaires potentially getting ready to step in the ring. Uh, if they do, though, that 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 that'll be a wild thing to see. Facts. All right, I guess uh, next we can get into this. I don't know if y'all seen this. Netflix is dropping a little uh, special. Uh, I believe it's never been done before, anything like this, where they followed uh, three QBs throughout the NFL season last year. I believe it was Pat Mahomes, Marcus Mariota, and uh, Kirk Cousins. Uh, this looks like a very dope documentary, in my opinion. Um, I've already seen some clips uh, where Pat Mahomes, some highlight plays, and he's talking that talk. You get to see some behind-the-scenes action with them, with their family, uh, and I got a couple questions pertaining to this to this uh, documentary for you fellas. But first, I'm gonna start uh, with, with with the basics. Have you guys seen any of the any of the uh, clips yet? And is this something that you'd be interested in checking out? No, I haven't seen the clips, but I would definitely check it out. 
I'm just curious why they picked Marcus Mariota. I guess they wanted to have someone that whose job was on the line. Yeah. So the 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 reasoning behind that is they tried to get someone who's obviously top tier, Pat Mahomes, a quote unquote guy who's got his job safe but isn't the best, Kirk Cousins, and uh, someone who could potentially be benched in Marcus Mariota, which I which to me is one of the most interesting parts because he does get benched at some uh, course of the season. So it'll be very interesting to uh, you know see how see his reactions and all that type of stuff. Uh, via the camera, um, but really, I wanted to I wanted to focus in on on Pat Mahomes because very rarely do we see a superstar of that caliber, someone who's in their prime and and doing great things that we've never seen before, get documented uh, live and and in real time the way that this is happening. Um, so my question, fellas, is how, how great is Pat Mahomes to you in your eyes? Is is he Living up to the hype that we surround him with, is, or are we overhyping Pat Mahomes? Are we prisoners of the moment, or you know, like how how great is Pat Mahomes in y'all's opinion? He's the hype. He's the hype. I mean, I mean, he didn't come in the league expected to be the best player in the league, but once he showed that his level was that, I believe the hype that has followed has been appropriate. You know, and he's played up to that level. Um, Eagles would have been Super Bowl champions. If it wasn't for Patrick Mahomes playing outstanding football, bro. Um, you know, I don't know that any other quarterback would have won that game. That's a fair point. I don't know that any other quarterback would have won that game. That's a very fair point. Uh, G, what are your thoughts on on Patrick Mahomes? I was just waiting for him to say something about those plates. <laughs> when he said, when he was talking about his Eagles about to become a Super Bowl chance, it's been a sweet, ain't it, boy? <laughs> no, but it's Patrick it's Mahomes, man. And to be realistic, this is a guy that after he won his first Super Bowl, we already compared him to Tom Brady, and he has yet to let us down. I can't see him being overhyped. I think this guy is, gonna, is the great best thing that anybody, he revolutionized how you play quarterback position now. You see how Manning now does a side throw now? you never seen that before, Manning. All of a sudden now, Manning's throwing those mechanics into the game. But yeah. I, I, encourage, I, I encourage you I encourage you to check out the uh, the highlights from this from this uh, Netflix documentary because they got them mic'd up for, for a lot of the plays during the season. And, and when Pat makes some of these plays, the way he's talking that talk, uh, when he got that foot injury and Andy tried to take him out and he was like, fuck that. And yeah, you know I mean, like, and, oh, it really, man. it really, it really shows you like the, 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 them in the moments. And, uh, so we I think this, cursing, basically, I think, TV, and I, that's, that's, that's another thing too. I think this will show another side to Pat that, that a lot of people haven't seen. Uh, I think this will help his image and I think this will catapult his his celebrity or not not necessarily a celebrity but uh his his greatness the legend the legacy that is pat mahomes i think will get a big boost out of this documentary all right and think about it like this too right you know how we always say nba is more about the players and the teams is this now the transition for nfl and now it's not just the shield but then now they're going to try to promote more of their players so now think about the endorsement deals these players are about i know the quarterbacks going to get the first first link in this to see if they promote, promote players more is going to be the quarterback first. And now look, look at how yeah. are we going to – how are we going to view the NFL in the next five years? Are we going to still talk about the shield or are we going to talk about the players in the near future, the way that, the way that Netflix is doing this? 
Yeah, I think it's evolving into a player's league for the quarterbacks, particularly. Only because the quarterbacks have enough cachet and leverage to maintain that kind of a position. Um, we saw that with Lamar Jackson this summer, even especially. Uh, that was a standoff between the quarterback and, and the league and the team. And the quarterback came out on top, bro. The leverage is there for the quarterback to be able to do that. There, You say there's no man bigger than the team. That's wrong. The quarterback <laughs> is not bigger than the team, but is probably three quarters of the team or 66% of the team in terms of how important they are to the overall success. So, you know, I could see it shifting towards the players league in general. And Patrick Mahomes is a guy you want to get behind. I mean, guys like Tom Brady, obviously they did the same thing as well to some extent, but now it's like, you got to lean into it. You got a young guy too. So they're going to keep going with it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure paid man in, I don't know if he's a producer or what, but he has some type of involvement in the show. Um, so it's, it's like, oh, like, like you were saying, the, the, it's definitely a QB driven league and the QBs have a level of power, uh, even once they're, once they're done playing. And I feel like that's going to help the current QBs. And my next question to you fellas, before we wrap this part up is if, if this show is a hit, right, obviously Netflix will do a season two or whatever. Uh, I want you both to tell me three different QBs other than the three that they've already picked that you would like them to follow, uh, in the, in the, in the coming season. Oh, okay, I'll let you go first. Oh, okay. So, so they pick. Okay, for me, it'll have to be someone like Joe Burrow, another good quarterback, and then, then a bomb and Herbert, and then my third one. My third one. Damn, who will be my third one? Damn, and my third one will be. Damn, I have his name in my head. Was uh what's the guy in the Saints? When Winston, David Carr. There you go, David uh, Carr. Carr. You know those are big, big marketing franchises. You got the Saints, you got the Bengals, and then you got some. You got the bum ass Chargers. You know what I'm saying? With a bum ass quarterback. So you got, you got a yeah, that, quarterback, you got a great crazy. quarterback, and then you got a bum. You dig what I'm saying? That's I can't guys. believe you. <laughs> Yeah, I can't just let you throw Justin Herbert in there as as the bum, like like that's oh, he's not, not the. Bum. He's not a bum, but he would be the like on the same tier as uh, Kirk Cousins. Nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, nah, Mayota, whatever, whatever. He is the bum. He is Philip <laughs> Herbert Jr. I done said this shit before, and I'll say it again. The man ain't going nowhere. He's just going to the so wild card, and he let's out. keep it. Let's keep it a buck. You you know you're a bum when you're a fan of a team and you, you're you don't even pick your own QB. That's how you know that guy's a bum. <laughs> no, because my man's not a bum, and I already told you who the mid was with David Carr. And you know the Giants. Nah, you don't. You don't. You don't even want to see behind the scenes of Daniel Jones. The Giants ain't never gonna be on no on no pay per view network on no network because they don't allow that. We're one of those great kind of franchises. You dig what I'm saying? We don't know what it is to be a commander. The most, the most bullshit ass name. I heard you guys have even about to change our name. Man, listen, just burn that yellow hat behind you, man. Just burn, man. <laughs> don't put man. my nephew through what you go through in life, son. Bro, I got take, news take for both of y'all. Take him away from that. I got news for both of y'all. Nobody wants to follow the Giants quarterback. 
Nobody wants to follow the commander's quarterbacks. It is what it is. But I will tell you three quarterbacks that they do want to follow. I'm going to start with the first one. I think the most all eyes on the league, if the Hard Knocks does not select this team, I'll be surprised. The quarterback I want to follow first is Aaron Rodgers because he's a new situation. He's basically – it's very interesting. He's in New York. It's a great city. They haven't had great city. It's a great city. They haven't had a successful big star quarterback there for a while. So I'd love to see that. Plus, he's a very colorful guy. Very entertaining. Let's 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 follow Aaron Rodgers. I'd like to see that this season. And then I also like to see them follow Bryce Young, the rookie for the Panthers. Um, I think uh, seeing a young quarterback stepping into uh, becoming a leader is a very interesting story, and I think that's something people want to watch. Um, and then the third one I would say would probably be to tie for me. I would probably lean Lamar Jackson. I'd like to see Lamar Jackson. He just signed a big deal. They got a lot of new pieces going on over there. Uh, or Jalen Hurts. I would love to see him too, obviously, because he's a great leader. Great leader of men. He's going to give you some good content, you know, for real. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm gonna be honest with you. Jalen Hurts was 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 the top guy on my on my three that I would have them follow. I think Jalen Hurts' leap from his from last year to to the last from the year before to last year, and then watching him from this from last all season to this year is something that I would love to uh, to have the cameras behind the scenes on. Um, there's some great things that he does off the field as well that I would love to have the cameras behind the scenes on. So I would definitely have Jalen Hurts on my list. Um, you guys said some good names. Um, I'm going to throw some young guys out there, though. I'd want to see Kenny Pickett. I'd like to see how, you know, a guy who was drafted and now is kind of hated by his city, by his team, how he's dealing with that kind of adversity. Who's on him? Uh, Steelers fans are not – is super excited. Uh, they're not. They're not as high as they were uh, pre rookie season on on Kenny Pickett. Um, that's, that's, that's silly, bro. Because he, he played pretty good last season, and he should only be better this year. I I don't even disagree with you to be honest. But I've talked to a few Steelers fans, and I'm surprisingly they their Steelers Nation is not too high on Kenny Pickett. Um, but then another guy that I would have. Is <laughs> a uh Brock Purdy, uh, and I thought of, I thought about a couple QBs in, in on the 49ers. Trey Lance was interesting because uh, you know, his whole situation being that top draft pick, uh, dealing with potentially not even being the guy for, for that team anymore. That would be an interesting story to follow, but I think uh, Brock Purdy. Hearing his story and hearing about how you just got to, you know, be ready at all times, be a leader, even when you're not necessarily getting the reps. I think that would be a, a, a solid story uh, to follow as well, especially with the with the injury mixed in. So, I so mean, we'll, we'll so, hold on. Brock Purdy coming back already? I thought it was going to be like not until October he comes back. Nah, I think he'll be thrown by training camp, if not before. Wow. So, what was it? Was it his leg or his arm? It was his arm, his elbow. Yeah, I think honestly that would be another good one for Hard Knocks. More yeah, so because we'll... I wouldn't want to just follow Brock Purdy. I'd like to see the whole quarterback competition play out. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. That, that's going to be more better. 
for hard knocks. Because you got a guy, Trey Lance, who was a top draft pick. And then you got a guy, Sam Darnold, who was also a top draft pick, but is more so like kind of on his last leg. You got a very interesting situation over there. Plus, you got, you know, they're really salty about losing to the Eagles. So I'd love to see that on camera. <laughs> Yo, speaking of them being salty about uh, losing to the Eagles, I don't know if you guys saw the the, the interview that was making the rounds where Debo uh, hung up on on the on a radio host or whatever, uh, cut his interview short due to due to some questionings. Uh, the scruff just actually alluded to about the 49ers being, um, you know, a little salty about last year's loss. Uh, being as to how they lost Brock Purdy. So, real quick, let's jump into that, man. Do you think that's fair or foul that Debo hung up during his interview uh, due, due to those questions? Uh, Scruff, I'm going to start with you. I mean, I think it's fair. You know, you got a right to, you know, have your feelings about things. And, you know, I understand why he's upset, bro. He's upset because they lost. You know, he's upset because he didn't have a quarterback to throw to him the ball. He won the game, got down to it. The 49ers truly believe they would have won that game if they had a quarterback. But I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's just that's <laughs> unfortunate. Do you Like you just got you just got oh you just got unlucky? Like, I don't know. Do you, like, maybe you do you feel maybe like those are fair questions? Or something. Like why are your quarterbacks always hurt? Do you feel like those are fair questions to ask in July on the on the cusp of a new season? Yeah, absolutely. Because 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 if it if, if if it ends in him being pissed off, then you know it was a good question. <laughs> okay, okay. I mean, I feel like it's it's a it's the question wasn't completely out of bounds, but you could have asked it in a different way. Uh, you you, you, you got to ask the question in a way where your where your guest isn't hanging up the phone on you. I'm, 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 but in, in, in this generation, in this era, bro, people listen to interviews. They're not trying, you know, do no Mickey Mouse shit. They're trying to draw, drum up some headlines, bro. And that's exactly yeah. what they did. So in that aspect, it was a successful interview for the content creator. Correct. That is what happened. There's some TMZ shit, bro. That's what, that's what sells, bro. So I gotta. Uh, so wait, what question did he really ask? Like, yo, how do you feel about the Eagles beating you guys? Uh, he asked it in like three different ways. I don't. I don't want to paraphrase and, and and catch any heat, but essentially he he said, you know, uh, how do you feel about the the loss to the Eagles or something like that? And then you know, he, Debo answered it. Then he kind of rephrased the question again. Then he was like, can we move on? We got a new season. Blah blah blah. So he kind of egged him on a little bit before Debo hung up, but. I mean, hey, at the same time, it is something oh, that the 49ers have 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 brought up on their own via social media. Uh, so we do know that there are there is some animosity there, but I, I believe they don't play until like week 13. So we, we got some time until until we get a showdown. But see, then again, we're talking about receivers, man. Are receivers are known to do be one thing besides besides the quarterback's never weapon, the divas. Yeah. And Debo Sanders, one of those demons. Last year, before the season started, he was talking about not signing with the 49ers. Remember, he didn't sign the kids' uh, football or what was his jersey or some shit like that? Because he still wasn't a 49ers. Like, this guy is a diva. He's He personifies what you want from a, from a receiver, a diva. If anything, I'm happy when I'm a 49ers fan, he did that shit. It shows me that he's, he feels some kind of way. If he hang up the phone, 
And I'm be like, he didn't give a fuck. He put his all into that game. Even after Progretti. So I'm happy to hear he, he wants to vengeance against the Eagles. If anything, I got him I got him fucking going for hundred yards against the Eagles week thirteen. Whether that's what? in the air or ground. I'll tell you and what. this is probably just because I hate the Eagles, so it don't even matter. <laughs> I'll tell you what, bro. He gonna need he gonna he gonna need a quarterback to throw on the ball, bro. Uh, you feel me? He gonna need a quarterback throwing the ball. We don't know what's going situate what the situation is, bro. Trey Lance wasn't that good. He's not hurt. Sam Darnold hasn't been that good. That man was seeing goals. Sam Darnold was playing for the Jets. And Brock Purdy was yeah. the last pick in the draft, and now he's got a robotic arm. So like we don't know what's going on over there, bro. And all the I care about week thirteen. <laughs> I don't care about week thirteen. They can have week 13. He can do whatever the hell he wants on week 13. Because we come to the playoffs, that's the only thing that matters. And when they came like, to the playoffs I, last I like season, the way you do business. I like they that. called that L. They called that L, bro. No, you're right. I, I'm going to agree with you. I don't normally agree with you. If anything, I wish I could throw an egg at you right now. So I want to throw egg on myself right now for agreeing with, with you. But, yeah, you're right. Like, when it comes – it's just like it goes back to the James Harden thing. When it matters the most, that's what we're going to be talking about. Come playoff. And, and Debo Samuel better be ready against the Eagles, against any competition come playoffs. Because now everybody's going to have a niche on him. They're going to bother him a little bit. Oh, you booty. Can't do nothing for the team by yourself, can you? Even though we know it's a team sport more than any other sport. But, man, listen, man. I know Philly fans are going to fucking – Go crazy that day against the 49ers. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know who their corners are, but they better be, they better they better get they better eat their weedies that day. That's all I know. <laughs> yeah, we 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 got some NFL talk that's coming, man. We we gonna heat up, but uh as you can see, we already excited. We already excited. Eagles 49ers T T not here today, so you know this, this matchup will be much talked about. I just want to say, fellas, we're only nine week, nine Sundays away from the NFL. Count them, nine. That's what's up. Yeah, it's going to be a Trying to hit some training. Okay. Okay. You, you want to go to a, a circus, you said? I said I'm going to hit some of the training camps. But, you said uh, circus? You said circus? I'm not going up Jersey to watch the Giants play. There no, no, no big blue tents. You said stay no, they're going up to they're the Ravens. Oh, he's going to the Ravens. Oh, damn. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. You are by Maryland. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. Uh, we, we haven't. They're, they're actually having joint training camp this season. But uh, <laughs> anyway. Oh, you said oh, oh, you said you were a Lamar Jackson fan? Now? Oh, damn. I got you. I got you with a hat coming. So you're going to take that nasty yellow mustard shit you got up there. Look, we we still a few weeks away from camp and all that. So let's talk a little bit of summer activities, man. I know. Some of us have been on vacation. Some of us have been enjoying, you know, some fun in the sun. Uh, what are what are some of y'all summer activities y'all been getting into before we get out of here, bro? You gotta you gotta get your girl on some high beach, bro. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> uh, I've been I've been I've been going to Yankees. I went to a Yankees game. Uh, just having some food festivals. So I might start doing that. And then uh, what else? Oh yeah, I went to the beach, but I ain't too much fan of the beach. 
It's not not Jersey Beach. This shit is disgusting up here. Did you bring spaghetti? You fucking weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about ass. I was about to ask. You bum. Only you the weirdo for not bringing spaghetti. I forgot you the boozy type. The box of eight dollar slices. No, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. When I, was a, when, I, when I was in Mexico and I was at the resort, I seen this little white kid eating the spaghetti on the on on the, the poolside, <laughs> and I thought about you. I said, you know, G, you know, they did have it on the menu, so the Mexicans knew what time it was, bro. They was like, you know what, somebody's gonna want it. Somebody here is gonna want it because they know they're like, you know what, I didn't see anyone order it, but I'll tell you what, Mexicans do love some pasta. I don't order pasta in Mexico. Though. That's just that's not what I do. I mean, seafood be fresh as hell, though. Of course, you're by the coast, you're by the shore. You better oh my eat God, that's, that's what you gotta do. Feel me? Right. You, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta do what and the market cheap. dictates. And it's cheap. Seafood yes, is super cheap out there. Yeah, bro. He's eating all types of nah. squids and calamari and, you know, all types oh, of yeah, ceviche. Yeah, and, oh, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Octopus. Yeah, yeah. All that, bro. All that. Oh. All that. Hamachi, you know, all types of stuff. Oh, what, what, what was that, that? That was your first time trying all that? You've had it before. Um, I've had most of those things, but uh, yeah, it was fresh as hell, though. It's always fresh. Like you know, when you're like in a certain area, you gotta do what the do what the, the region is is privy to. You know, I've had squid, but I've never tried like octopus. Like, what, is there like a Significant difference? Yes. Um, a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Squid is a lot more thinner. You, you notice uh, the squid the squid is a lot thinner. Octopus, like the tentacles are a lot paused, thicker. <laughs> and not, it's not that chewy either. It's pretty, it goes down pretty good. Okay. I had the ceviche that had octopus in it. It was pretty good. Mm, yes, that's how they make it. Oh God, yes. Yeah, it, it, had, it was on top of a plantain too. The shit was busting. Yes, yes. Instead that's of the to- tostada, it was a, it was a uh, it was a plantain tostone. Crazy. Oh, and you know I was getting them flautas, bro. You feel me? Oh, they put me. Oh man, what I doing? So, what I see? You back what? Nah, I didn't bring on bring back no liquor. No sombrero, you poor sombrero. Heck, not. Nah, I should have had a sombrero because I I got burnt up. But you feel me? Uh, next time I will. So, ladies and gentlemen, we've been traveling. How about you, Ron? What you been doing this summer? Oh man, uh, a little bit the same as, as you, G. You know, I checked out the Nationals down here, baseball. Uh, hit a beach. No, not too long, no. But uh, so you went to the circus again. Nothing, nothing too crazy. I mean, it it was indeed much like the circus for my Nationals right now. Um, yeah, we're in the I, same boat with the Yankees, bro. In the same boat. I mean, at least you're you can hang your hat on the fact that Aaron Judge has been hurt. Uh, we we don't have nobody right now, and we're kind of in shambles. I mean, we got some good young prospects. I'm not going. It's not it's not all doom and gloom with the Nationals, but it's it's not what it was. It is what it is. Before I put your windows. But yeah, things. man, for the most part this summer, I haven't done big things, but it's been a very chill summer, man. It's been like, I don't know if it's because it's like the pandemic is like all the way behind us now, but it's like, it feels like everything is like back to just like relaxed summer. Like everybody's outside, everybody's like doing something. 
Like I feel like I, I tell myself I'm a I'm a chill. I'm not gonna do much, and then it's just shit happening. You know what I mean? So it's like I feel like I feel like the vibes are back, man. The vibes are all the way back. So I'm just enjoying life. Oh man, I'm happy to hear that, guys. Uh, well, it is it is wedding season too. Yeah, yeah you guys any wedding? My boy Greg just got engaged, bro. Uh, hey, congrats to Greg, my boy. Congrats, my brother. Man. God bless bless your marriage, man. To all my yeah. married people, man. It's definitely uh we in that age bracket too where you're gonna start seeing more and more of those popping up. You know? Yeah, man. Tell me tell up. me about it. Tell me about it. I feel like the last like three or four years, bro, there's been somebody I know getting married in some way. Just be careful you're not the last friend to get married, fellas. Because then you're fucked. Nah, you're I, ain't fucked gonna be, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna be I ain't gonna be the last one, bro. Cause you know what I'm saying. Nah, only only if you're like in a long you haven't been in a long relationship, you have an excuse. And you're that one friend that's been with the same shorty for the last five plus years, and everybody's been getting married besides you, then you're kinda fucked. <laughs> everybody some gas. You kinda fucked, buddy. Either you're gonna do it or not. Don't let her go to more than two weddings, cause then she gonna look at you like. Someone right, that's why I, I, I say, man, my boy, actually, he 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 proposed to his his girl, and they 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 just started dating like in the last year, and his brother was there, and his brother's girl was mad as hell because she got a baby, <laughs> and she been with this dude for like ten years, and she like, yo, what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you see, ladies and gentlemen, do not, mainly my fellas, do not be that guy that's been in a relationship for plus five plus years. Everybody else is getting married. You done gave this girl a baby. And she's looking at you like, my nigga, what we doing? Don't be that guy. Yeah, I mean, don't. Yeah. Don't be nah, that's, that's facts, bro. At least if you do get it right on weddings, just decline the offer to go. Also, man, you got to be careful because even if you even if you get engaged, y'all already engaged and y'all start going to weddings together, bro. Like that's gonna put ideas in y'all's head, man. The the bigger the wedding, that you can be like, oh man, they had a they had a big ass chocolate cake and a vanilla cake. Maybe we need two cakes. You know what I'm saying? Like then all of a sudden you start comparing. You don't want to do that. You don't want to do that at all. Like. But yeah, wedding wedding dangerous. Wedding season can be a dangerous time if you really think about it, bro. You gotta be safe out here. Yeah, I mean, or just don't be, don't be, don't be scared. Don't be running from the work. Don't be running from that work, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey yo, hey yo, hey yo, hey yo. I'm a uh, man, name. You know what I'm saying some of these cats out here running from that work. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, you got to know where you at, man. Be at where your feet at, you know? They doing the opposite chasing rings. They running from the work. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, it's a lot of freaking crowds going on here. (laughs) Just saying. All I'm going to say, you think you could be like Kiki Palmer's man being a a player down, complaining about her being a mother, they have no right to say that shit online, or you could be be like, like, shout out to King James and his wife. But Shorty said to herself in an interview, like, yo, I don't worry about the whole I'm life. I just want to be there for my husband. Facts, Key bro. words, husband, not boyfriend. See, see, see? boyfriends see? do dunk shit on, on Twitter. Husbands get respected behind the scene and on the scene. 
And you see how that worked out for, old, for old boy, right? He he ended up with nothing. So just keep you know what I'm saying? <laughs> keep it all in perspective, Playboy. That's a true zumble. Oh, you ain't like that? Oh, you, now you really about to see some shit now. That's a thing, bro. That's a true fumble. Yeah, bro. I told you give the energy to where you lost. I told you you shouldn't have said that I'm a mom line. Now she got shirts talking now about I'm a, a mother. She got a whole I told yeah. you that that line was what did him in, bro. As soon as I read that, I was like, he bro, you, you know that scene in uh, he ain't in, got no brothers, no uncles, man. He ain't got no nah, daddy. You got a brother, he, yo. You know, you ever seen Insecure? Nah, I never seen that before. Oh, damn. You don't know what I'm talking about, though. But his brother be on some fuck shit. So he, he, he be on some fuck shit, too. Oh, damn. Wait, but his brother play a fuck boy. That's what you're saying? He play a fuck boy, and he is a fuck boy in real life, too. Oh, damn. But well, you see, you should have seen that shit coming. Two for one. Damn. Yo, matter of fact, he's a perfect man for the character. He ain't even a character. He is a character. Yep. So, now, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a new, it's a new, it's a new era, man. It's a new era, bro. This ain't that, bro. This ain't, this ain't, this ain't that no more, bro. That ain't that. That ain't gonna work well for you, bro. Hey, man. Unless you're like the old school Spanish people ways, where you done been with the woman and lived with her for so many, I just married because I just married. I'm not physically married, but I, I mean, you're not certified married. Y'all just physically married. <laughs> choose wisely. Choose wisely. For both men and females, choose wisely whether he's gonna give me the ring or y'all just gonna be together. Yeah, I mean, cuz fucked up, cuz fucked up his whole shit for real. Yeah, you know man. Because now he's not about That's to be, he probably not about to be around the kid's life like that. You feel me? He's not married, so it's not like he wasn't doing, I don't know if the dude doing anything, if he has a job or anything constructive. You know, it's not like he come come up with some alimony out of this shit. He's just coming out here with <laughs> nothing. He coming Bro. out here with nothing. He look, he Bro. looking weak. He he looking weak. He lost his he lost his his girl. His 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 baby. He gonna he ain't gonna be around his baby like that no more probably because you know what I'm saying it's gonna be a bad look. And he's the universal symbol for insecure men. Yeah, that's honestly crazy, bro. Because like they don't need him. Like she like she never need him. Like financially, like at all. She doesn't. Yeah, she doesn't need him at all. He already did. So like you know he fucked up. Shout out to Kiki Palmer yeah. for giving all single men some morale. Well, what she here's did the that thing. That weekend. Here's the thing. Shout out to you, Kiki Palmer. Remind, he almost reminded her because it's like, yo, bro. He said, oh, you, but you're a mom, though. Yeah, like, but I am not your wife. That is a fact. She's <laughs> going to continue to be a mom without you. She don't need. That's the thing. You need to realize. You don't. He don't. She don't need you to be a mom because you already done produced the, the sperm. Your job is done, bro. As far as she yeah. don't want to be around, you don't got to be around, bro. She could so have some nanny. It. She could have some so, fine male nanny if she wanted to. So, so hold on. So, man's went from daddy, then got, then got demoted to sperm donor. Holy shits! Holy <laughs> shits! Holy shit! <laughs> so you done fucked up. So you done fucked up. You yeah. had a baddie. You went from daddy to her to now sperm donor dance. So I don't think there's no way to go back. You can't even wow. be like. Couldn't even be like baby daddy. You just went straight to sperm donor. Damn, son. Baby daddy's got to wait back in, but damn, sperm donor. I mean, he it's, it's up, somewhere right? between those two things for sure. Nah, he's kicked off the whole team, bro. He got kicked off the roster, cuz. Yeah. 
So you don't get nah, be be safe out here, fellas. Don't 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 be like Kiki Palmer's ex, man. Respect your woman. You know, be on the same page as her, and definitely, definitely don't call her out on no social media. That's crazy. That's crazy. Especially if she wants your wife, and just because you gave her a kid, don't mean that she's your wife. Make sure you put the ring on. What Beyonce put the ring on the finger? I like that spaghetti sauce. See my thing, bro. It's just a simple, simple little change, like. I only try, you shouldn't try to control your woman. You know, you want to help guide her. That's a whole nother conversation. That's that's for the in house, in house yeah, for her. You and yeah, her. we might, we you might have to bring, bring back the pre show for, for that one. That's some deep talk right there. I mean, I mean, your woman gonna guide you ultimately too, like you know, sometimes. Oh, yeah, you know, oh, yeah, definitely. Back. I don't know about that outfit, bro. This outfit, dude, this is the this is a gas outfit. No, I'm just saying, like, no, I'm just saying, she might, she might, she might be like, yo, bro, I don't know about that outfit, you know? Nah, like, I mean, like, Ronaldo, the girl gonna be like, you know, gee, you know, I, I think you're showing a little too much thought. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm like, baby, you don't love, you don't like these five inch seams no more. Like, no, I'm like, damn, the quads are looking right. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I feel it though, man. I feel it. All right, fellas. Any last words before we get out of here? Uh, Nick is gonna send us all five dollars because Philly lost the Super Bowl. Great reminder because we had that talk right now. Uh, and he owed us some tequila shots because how dare he go to Mexico and I'm and I'm bring back no tequila for the team? You selfish, selfish. I actually went to a tequila tasting, but they was trying to hit heads for that shit. I wasn't good. No, no. no that, that, they do that shit to the tourists, man. You, you go to the right bar, you go I, to the right liquor free, store in Mexico, you be out. I got that free tequila, and I was like, gracias. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's my son right there. That's my son. <laughs> but Vanessa, I done taught that boy well. <laughs> he said, gracias. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. We definitely got some heat coming for y'all uh, for this for this NFL season, man. I'm excited. Got some things in the works, uh, but we're going to close this one out like we always do, man. Sports for the culture. Sports for the culture.